Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Um, you know damn well if they were to ask Nick Bosa about Brandon Staley, what his, I mean, where he's going oh, to go. He's going to say answer. no. Well, I don't know. Probably. I don't mean he's going to ask his brother. that Joey Bosa wouldn't. Didn't enjoy his time. I don't know what Joey thought. I know that they had a rough weekend one time. I don't know what Joey thinks of yeah. Brandon Staley. I know what Joey thinks of the organization. Cheryl has shared that with us on this show. Yeah. The Chargers are not the Niners. You want to have some fun today, um, and you can go to front office sports, or there's a number of places that have it. But the NFL PA, the Players Association, private um votes came out oh yeah with regard to what they think about certain organizations so all of the organizations <laughs> were graded based on all kinds of different things in fact here i'll pull it up for you um exactly what all the different things were that they voted on they vote on ownership they vote on facilities they vote on food they vote on head coach. They, they they vote on all this stuff, and each team gets a grade. And then, therefore, the composite of all the grades gets you your overall ranking as far as organizational love from the players. Well, the 49ers came in sixth. Pretty good. They came in sixth place out of the, uh, the entire group. Um, <laughs> you could probably guess who, uh, who dead last was. Dead uh, last. Washington? You know who it is? That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Number one was the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Vikings two, Packers three, Eagles four, Jags. A little bit of a surprise there. Wow. Jump up to number five. Really turned that around post-Urban Meyer. 49ers were number six, but here's the breakdown of the Niners. The only thing that they didn't love, the players gave a C grade to the training room. Hmm. 
and a C-plus grade to team travel. That one surprises me, especially considering Jed York flew the entire organization and their families out to the Super Bowl. I don't know what, what you know, team travel, and it wasn't bad. It was 13th out of the league, but a C-plus. Um, and they also gave a B-minus, ranking 21st overall to the training staff, hmm. which is interesting because before this year, that would have triggered people yeah. because of all the injuries. Uh, team travel, one of the little bullet points is they are one of seven teams in the league that require some of their players to have roommates the night before a game. Oh, well, that's fun. Yeah. They play the buddy system. But 94% of the players feel like they have comfortable amount of personal space during flights. Okay. There you go. Uh, the Chargers, I bring this up because the Chargers, you ready for this? The Chargers have daycare <laughs> for the players, kids. And they make them pay for it. Are you kidding me? I've been trying to tell people for years after working in San Diego about the Chargers organization. They're a joke. Well, when you got Philip Rivers and his 12 kids running around. Fair point. <laughs> Fair point. They're a joke. They're a joke. It was like $70 an hour to hire the uh the, the staff to watch the kids so here it is the team charges 75 dollars for the first child and 50 for each additional child per family like what what are and we the daycare doing? is not on site that's so what like a rental car company <laughs> picks the kids up and drives them eight miles away for 75 bucks a head oh, man. what's happening absolute joke um y'all want to know what great kyle shanahan got don't you Y'all want to know what grade the Niner players gave Kyle Shanahan. You ready for it? Kyle got an A. Trying to tell you all year. Seventh highest rated coach in the entire league. Although I don't even know how you, how do you rank A versus A? A, A, A. I don't know. He came in seventh. Plus, I don't know how. Like some players are voting on their coach and you're voting on your coach. And so I don't know. Anyway, he got an A. Ownership got an A minus. Head coach got an A. The only other things to get A or A minus, um, treatment of families, second place there in the whole go. league. I love that. And the food and cafeteria, an A minus, third in the whole league. And I have dined at that one time and I concur. Flipping delicious. And, uh, and, a, and, a, and a, thank you. And a wonderful variety. Wonderful variety. Is that you yeah. or is that Lucas? That was me. I can do it from over here, too. Dibbs doesn't even know that he could do that from over <laughs> there. You did that from over there? Yeah. Dibbs, did you know? I know you're listening, Dibbs. Did you know? He nodded jury duty. He didn't get called in. No, he didn't. I know he didn't. You never get called in when you do the afternoon call. You don't get anyway. So what are you doing? Go and play golf or what? I'm more shushing the fact that he can do drops. Grandy does enough drops as is. Well, yeah, that's fine. Dueling drops. Oh, God. Yeah, no, we don't need Dibs drops to become a new segment on 95.7 The Game, do we? Anyway, all uh, all told, pretty good grades there yeah. for the San Francisco 49ers. A class act. Well, we knew that. They're one of the better, we did. better organizations in the NFL. We did. We did. We did. A little surprising Miami was number one. I mean, not that I thought they were going to be ranked poorly. Um... I've had a good person. Well, I guess the Stephen Ross thing goes one way and then the other way sometimes, the owner of the Dolphins. Yeah. But with McDaniel in charge, that doesn't surprise me. 
Um, I could argue that the Dolphins, and I've heard this, maybe they make things a little bit too comfortable hmm. for their for their team. Got to challenge the guys a little bit. Um, you want to know some other surprising ones? You know who made the top ten? Give it to me. The Raiders. Oh, the Raiders were ninth. Doesn't that surprise you? Well, I guess you got the new facilities. That's you probably going to be a big part of this. Um, they did really well with uh, their nutritionist. Their locker room, the weight room, and the strength coaches. Their head coach got a D. What, what was surprising, you see the Chiefs grades? Well, they hate their owner, apparently. F minus for an ownership. F- I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> it doesn't. Also an F for training staff, an F for locker room, an F for nutritionist slash dietitian, a D for team travel, a D for training room, a D plus for treatment of facilities. The Chiefs just have to thank the lucky Stars that they got Mahomes. Right. My God. Right. Everything else is a Their train head wreck. coach has got an A plus and was first ranked in the league. Everything else was terrible. <laughs> Everything else got a C or worse. Everything. And you're as a teacher, yeah, an F minus does not exist. You can't fail and then fail harder. They just needed to differentiate that from the rest of the Fs. That's how bad it was. Well, if you get an F minus, they're trying to send a message. They're like, an F doesn't tell the story. Ownership, uh, F minus. Locker room, F. Nutritionist, F. Training staff, F. Travel, D. Treatment of families, D plus. Man. The Chiefs, I think this is bad because the other teams will look at it and go, I guess we could trade our team like crap and they still win the Super Bowl every year. <laughs> That's bad news. Anyway, all right. Kids and campers, Grandy's in for dips. We're having a good time. And earlier today, we had a full, wide-ranging, and I think important conversation with Warriors head coach Steve Kerr. Lots to get to. You'll enjoy the conversation, and then we're going to have a whole lot to discuss after. We started by congratulating him for his recent contract extension. Yeah, thank you very much. I couldn't be more excited. I mean, what a what a you know run we've had for the last ten years, and and um, obviously we got uh, a, a good group that's. You know, still playing at a, a high level. A lot of young guys coming up, and uh, it's I'm I'm loving my job every day. So thrilled to to keep doing it. Uh, new availability report has just come out on tomorrow night's game that states that Andrew Wiggins is out. Um, is, is that is that accurate? And and what can you tell us about the, your thoughts on on how long he might be out? Yeah, it's accurate. Uh, Wiggs is dealing with a, a personal matter, and, and and as you guys know, he's a very private person, and and, uh, and so we are going to to keep everything, you know, kind of just under wraps, and and uh, until he's back, um, we we do expect him to to be back, but um, you know, we just uh, we don't exactly know when, but uh, we'll we'll move forward without him, and. I thought Moses did a really good job, um, you know, filling in last night, uh, playing that role well, and, and uh, helping us get the win. Coach, back with us, and and maybe you could weigh in, Coach, on something we were throwing around with the 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 absence of of Andrew and what we saw last year. This year's team has. Uh, Chris Paul, it's got Brandon Pajemski, you've got Jonathan Kaminga, who is a better player now than he was last year. So would you say this team, and I'm not saying it's going to last a while or anything, but is this team more equipped for an absence like that than last year's team was? I think so. I, th- I think this team is uh, is very deep, but also very mature. And, and we've got a lot of guys who have handled themselves beautifully uh, this year in terms of 
you know, when it hasn't been their turn, uh, they've continued to work. They've continued to support each other. Uh, and when it has been their turn, they've, they've stepped up and, and played really well. And, and that's what it takes. I just, I just feel really good about this group. Obviously, Chris coming back um, gives us so much more direction and organization, you know, when, especially when Steph's off the floor. And hopefully we'll get Wiggs back soon because um, I, I do feel like we've found two groups, you know, a starting group that, that has clicked here the last month. And and now, you know, with Chris and Clay coming off the bench, that's that's pretty powerful. And, and so I, I, I feel really good about our ability to play a, a full 48-minute game. Steve, first of all, congratulations on the extension. You're talking about Chris and Clay playing together. I know you said uh, when Chris Paul returned that the plan was for him to play basically every non-Steph minute. Watching what uh, those two did together, Chris Paul and Clay Thompson, last night and taking a look into the numbers all season long, I mean, those two, that, that two-man group is one of your best two-man groups uh, this year. I mean, it's, it's up there yeah. among among your best groups uh, of any two-man group. How important is it to maximize the minutes those two are on the court together in addition to Chris Paul playing every non-Steph minute? You're talking about uh, Chris and Clay yes, together, correct. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've been great. Chris has been pretty much in all of our best lineups. I mean, he's just, uh, he's such a great player. And, and, uh, but, you know, the, the luxury of bringing him off the bench, uh, with Clay, they fit together so well. Obviously, Chris being, you know, the, the point guard, get, you know, getting us organized, uh, getting Clay set up for shots, um, and, and using Clay's, uh, gravity to create shots for other people, too. So, it's it's really a fun uh, pairing to watch, and uh, I'm excited about you know those two together here the next uh, you know the last part of the season. Steve, you've addressed this to a certain degree already this week, but with another game of evidence now, what what, what would you say about Steph Curry's current fatigue level? Well, I, I don't. I'm not concerned about it. I mean, I just think that if you look at every season, um, there's just going to be spells where uh, more Steph doesn't shoot it as well as he normally does. That's just part of it. You know, 82 games, and and we've had a lot of games uh, lately. The All Star break was not much of a break for for Steph since he had to go to Indianapolis and take part in all the festivities. So, um, yeah, I just think it's a natural time of the year for him to be a little fatigued, and and I think it shown but uh, as i said this is uh this is not unusual and uh, i have no doubt that um you know that he'll bounce back quickly coach i got another one for you about uh, chris paul and clay thompson you've got two legitimate future hall of famers coming off the bench as your sixth and seventh men i know there's been times in nba history where other teams have had hall of famers off the bench i think about tony parker and, and manu with the spurs i'm sure bill russell's celtics had that because they just had so many hall of famers everywhere but if i were we were to rewind maybe five or ten years ago and ask you or tell you that you had two hall of famers Coming off of the bench in 2024, how would you react? That's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But, um, you know, th this is a, a unique situation where, um, you know, that Darby Farr management was able to uh, to trade for Chris uh, at this time in his career. Um, I, I think it's always important um, that you get guys who are, are comfortable playing the role that you ask of them. And, and that, sometimes that just matters in terms of when you get them. I, you know, I, if I had asked Andre Iguodala to come off the bench, you know, in his fourth or fifth year, not his 10th year, 
Um, I think it might have been much different. And so uh, I, I think getting Chris now uh, and asking Clay to come off the bench now, much different than it would have been four or five years ago. And, and so it, it, the timing is right now. Both guys are, are eager to make the team better and to help us win, and, and uh, we're all on the same page. Uh, Coach, I don't need to tell you this. When when the uh, sentence uh, includes the name Moses Moody and the word minutes, oh, boy, people get all hot under their collar about uh, about, about Steve Kerr. But I wonder last night, a, a pretty good performance with, uh, with, with, with him being thrown into the starting lineup. What did you see, and what does it mean for his role going forward? Well, we needed him, obviously, to fill in for, for Wiggs with Wiggs' absence, and I thought he played great, and it didn't surprise me. I just, I, I trust Moses. He's such a professional young guy. Uh, he's got such high character, and he works hard. He stays ready uh, for his opportunities. Um, I know they have been, you know, fewer uh, than he would have liked and that a lot of our fans would have liked, but it's just the nature of the team. We, we have a, a really deep team. And, um, you know, depending on combinations, um, you know, I'm going to play some other guys. I just, uh, I, I feel like I know this team and our coaching staff knows this team better than anybody. So, um, you know, we're going to put the guys in the combinations that we feel are going to suit us the best. And, and, uh, as a young player, Moses just has to play through that stuff or keep working, you know, if he's not getting his chance. And that's always what he does. That's why I respect him so much. And, Again, I thought he was great last night, and, and um, you know he'll get another opportunity tomorrow. Coach, you were talking earlier about how you feel like you found two different units groups, your starting unit and then a solid bench unit you can turn to. One of the keys to that starting unit has been playing Draymond Green at the five. And as I try to assess your team moving forward, one of the concerns that I personally have is whether or not Draymond Green can hold up to playing the five for long stretches. Because in the past, you, you've kind of shied away from playing him major minutes in the regular season at that. You you turn to him at the five in key moments of games and in, in key postseason series when you fall behind two games to one or whatever the situation is. Are you confident that, that he can be your starting senior and your main big man for the rest of the regular season and potentially into the postseason? I am, you know, our team has changed and, and the league has changed. Um, everybody's playing smaller, uh, faster, more spread out. Um, there, there's very few big guys in the league, you know, beyond say, you know, Davis and Embiid and Jokic, um, who are, are really going to be, you know, low post dominant players on the block. You know, most of the big Draymond plays against are, are guys that uh, he's not going to have any trouble with uh, from a size standpoint. So um, I'm I'm confident that uh, he can handle that, and it's definitely the best thing for our team. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, Coach Steve Kerr with us here on Willard and Dibs. Uh, Grandy is in for Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Coach, with full respect to uh, to the privacy that the situation deserves, I- I'm sure you can understand the fan sort of interest after what happened last year. And, and the sentences you've used already today, that you expect him back, but then in the next answer you said you kind of hope that he's back. Is What can you tell us with regard, is there any chance that this is a similar situation to last year with Andrew Wiggins? 
I I just think that you know we we we're in a position where um, you know Wiggs has uh, is a private person um, and so he's uh, asked to to keep it private and we're going to honor that. So you know it doesn't help for me to sit here and try to explain any of that. Um, the, uh, the the bottom line is, um, you know, we respect Wiggs. We need him, um, and we fully expect him back, but we just don't know when what that will be. Okay, yeah. Yeah, fair enough, Coach. Um, I, I wanted to ask you this, too. Um, what do you see in Jordan Poole right now when when you watch him play? I got to be honest. He he does not look anything like the player that you guys had two years ago. What What do you see? Well, I'll be honest. I don't spend much time, um, you know, watching um, their team or worrying about their team. You know, we we played them twice. We played them both times, um, and I prepared for each game, just you know, watching a game or two that they have played, and uh, you know, just before us. But I don't, you know, it, it, it's it's not something I spend a whole lot of lot of time with. And uh, the one thing I can tell you is that. Uh, we love Jordan, and we're always pulling for him. He uh, helped us win a championship. He was a great uh, teammate, um, great young guy to coach, and uh, I'm always pulling for him. I know last night was a tough game for him. Uh, he played really well against us at Ed Chase, uh, and it's you know he's a young player, so he's just uh, he's got to continue to to work and and find his way. Coach, you talk about uh, Draymond Green as your five because the NBA has, has been changing. You've also been running a lot of three-guard lineups, some combination of Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Brandon Pajemski, and now Chris Paul. Uh, when I see a three-guard lineup on the court, and, and maybe this is you know 25 years of watching basketball, uh, I, I tend to just expect that that's going to be a, a difficult ask defensively when you have three guards out there. But diving into the numbers, specifically the unit of, of Curry, Clay, and, and Chris Paul, it, it's not nearly as bad defensively as you might think. Uh, what's led to the decision to go with three-guard lineup so often, and are you confident that that can hold up on the defensive end of the floor? Yeah, we're always just trying to, to put the best lineups on the floor to, to win each game. And, and um, you know, the, the ideal situation uh, is, you know, what we had five, six years ago where you could put, uh, you know, a, a great two-way lineup on the floor for for much of the game, and, and um, that's why we were winning championships. You know, that's why we were such a dominant team. Um, but most teams don't have that luxury, and and we don't have that luxury this year. So we we are always going to mix and match combinations based on matchups, uh, trying to find the right balance between offense and defense, and. Uh, at times, that means playing uh, playing smaller and faster. At times, it means going to a bigger rotation. But um, you know, it's 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 fluid from game to game uh, based on you know how we're playing and who we're playing. Yeah, that bigger rotation, coach. I'll be honest; I've mentioned it on the show a lot. I think this has been one of your hardest jobs to try to figure out what you're going to get from which guy on a given night, and somehow know that ahead of time. Um, you know how coaches use that phrase: "It's a good problem to have." Is that the case with this team, or is there actually a struggle with how deep you go into the rotation and trying to figure that out? In the last three games, we've played an 11-man rotation, which is you know almost unheard of. Uh, but I feel it's necessary to keep everyone engaged because we're going to need everybody. Um, you know, at some point uh, between Trace and, and Looney and Dario, you know, we need all three guys. I'm going to play all three to keep their rhythm. 
but one from one game to the next, it's going to just feel a little bit different um, based on you know who we're playing against and what we need. Um, so yeah, it's it is tricky. It's it's much easier, um, you know, the way it was five years ago, six years ago, where it was like, all right, we're going to go with this lineup uh, for you know about half the game, and we'll mix and match the other time. But we knew exactly the five guys we were going to play if we were healthy, um, you know, come crunch time. It's much easier that way. But, you know, this, this is, uh, if, if you don't have that, but what you do want is depth and options, and we have plenty of that. And that's, uh, that's what I like about this team. We've, we're, we're very deep, and, and we've got a lot of guys who can play. One of those guys that's maybe made your job a little bit more difficult this year is Brandon Pajemski. He's now in your starting lineup. You've talked a lot about what he brings on the on the court. I wanted to ask you, though, about a piece of, of reporting, a story that Anthony Slater of The Athletic wrote last week talking about Pajemski off the court or, or maybe on the court, but what he says. He was trash-talking Draymond Green in the preseason before he even played in an NBA game. <laughs> How rare is it to have a rookie come in and, and talk trash to Hall of Famers? Is, is that a sign that, that he's going to be successful in the NBA when you see that so early? Yeah, I mean, you know, Draymond actually kind of liked it. I mean, I think it took him aback <laughs> at first, uh, but then he realized he was sort of looking at himself in, in some ways. You know, mm -hmm. I think those two guys are a lot alike. I mean, in order to be a great player in the league, you, you have to have uh, a certain amount of uh, brashness, you know, of, of confidence. But, but beyond that, it can't just be confidence. It's got to be this uh, unshaken belief that you can you can be great and uh, that's what Brandon has and it makes him fearless it also makes him uh, you know say some things and do some things at times that you kind of shake your head at but uh, hmm. it's uh, I'll take it anytime you know he's uh, he's really an aggressive uh, productive player and he's having a great rookie season coach your your commitment to trying out this idea of Clay Thompson off the bench I thought was really shown last night with Wiggins out and the fact that she started Moses instead of Clay. So where are you on that? Is that something that you have firmly decided is the rest of the year? I like what I've seen so far. And, um, you know, the one thing I've learned in coaching is uh, it's really hard to plan ahead because uh, you just don't know what's going to happen. But uh, I liked what I saw last night. So, you know, I'll start Moses again uh, tomorrow and, and bring continue to bring clay off the bench with chris and and um we'll go from there and and hopefully it it, it continues to look good and and we can kind of keep things that way but um you just never know in this league a lot can happen coach i know the conversations you have with clay about that are, are private and i'm not not asking for details about those conversations but just listening to clay talk post game last night it, it doesn't seem like he's just open to the role change, but it, it seemed like he was actively excited about it, talking about how it's, it's becoming seamless for him. Have you felt and noticed maybe an attitude shift for him in that new role now? I have. I think he's handled it really well. Um, he, uh, you know, he, 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 he seems more comfortable, um, more relaxed playing uh, this last week. Uh, you know, he had a tough shooting night last week against somebody. Maybe it was the Lakers. I can't remember, but, but he played great, you know, and, and, and the fact that he was, uh, competitive and moving the ball and making sharp plays, uh, on a night when he was shooting poorly, that was the ultimate display of, of, uh, just a comfort level that he's in right now. And so he's really embraced it and, and playing at a high level and it's fun to see. 
Uh, Steve Kerr, let's have some fun before you hip on out of here. What are you going to do with all that dough, coach? <laughs> oh, man, how, how do I answer that? I, I uh, you know, I, I've been very, very blessed and very lucky. So uh, I've got three kids and I know they're going to ask me for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. And I don't make anywhere near what you make. But uh, but, but, but anyway, oh, oh, hey, coach, I did want to ask you this. Is, is Steph Curry going to play both games of the back to back? Uh, that's the plan, but, uh, you know, we'll see, uh, we'll see how tomorrow goes and, um, and hopefully he'll be ready to go for Toronto. Beautiful coach. Again, congratulations. We always love talking to you. Thanks. All right. Thanks guys. We'll see you later. Yep. There it is. Coach Steve Kerr every single week right here on Willard and Dibs 95, seven, the game Grandy in for Dibs today. And, uh, just to bring it right back, like this is, uh, this is the one that kind of has everyone's attention and, um, after that, uh, we'll, we'll play this for you again, especially if you just joined us or you, or, or you missed it earlier. But I almost, I, I, I'm tempted to do this, but qualify it. I'm going to read for you some of the tweets mm. from viewers, listeners, etc. Underneath, like the replies to the quote that Steve gave about Andrew Wiggins. The qualifier is, it's Twitter. So Twitter is negative. You can find that over under any tweet. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. That, like, and, that and boss. Hey, does anybody know a good place to eat in the Sunset District? Why are you going there? WTF. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, so I get that. However, I, I think that there is some random sampling in those responses. So again, uh, we asked Steve... With regard to the Wiggins situation, acknowledging that the words that are being used sound a little bit like last year. So could this kind of be like last year? I I just think that, you know, we, we, we're in a position where, um, you know, Wiggs has, uh, is a private person. Um, and so he's uh, asked to, to keep it private and... We're going to honor that. So, you know, it doesn't help for me to sit here and try to explain any of that. The bottom line is, um, you know, we respect Wiggs. We need him um, and we fully expect him back. But we just don't know when what that will be. OK, so uh, again, when when people go, look, like, leave this alone or, or, or whatnot, we don't know. Sure. We're all like we, we don't know. I have no idea what's going on here. And uh, and I've got all the sympathy in the world for anything that Andrew and his family might be going through. However, this is what I think is also fair for fans. It's like normally when a sports figure is out, there's a reason given. And that doesn't mean there has to be here. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that the, the, the words that, that Andrew and the Warriors are choosing here suggest that we've got another mysterious situation they easily could say that his he tweaked his hamstring they could do that but they know not to do that why do they know not to do that because if you tweak your hamstring doc feely or doc pandy is going to be on here being like oh, i should be back in about six days and they have no clue and when they use that sentence we don't know when he's going to be back there's no way around the fact that that sounds very ominous in a sports setting you can put it this way: if they, if they were confident, or if they knew that this was a situation that at least the absence length would be different, less than last year, that wouldn't be how you answer the question. 
Because you answered it the same. If you are trying to avoid um, everyone jumping to conclusions that, oh, this is another 25-game absence for Andrew Wiggins, you would not have answered it that way. If you were confident that it was something that was going to be way le- you. I know, I know he had, you know, an absence last, this, this isn't bad. He'll, he'll be back before, like, if they knew that, they would have come out and said that. They, they, they obviously don't know. Uh, the, uh, first response underneath the, uh, graphic that 95-7 the game has put out and the quote that specifically in the graphic is Wiggs is a private person and he's asked to keep it private and we're going to honor that. We respect Wiggs. We need him and we fully expect him back. But we just don't know when that will be. First response is a couple of emojis: the anger emoji, and then the steam coming out of the nose emoji, followed by WTF, followed by all bleep. Here we go again, followed by um, this miss missing time also affects his play. What private matter is that urgent? He's getting paid twenty million a year. It's more than that, actually, and that's his job. It was two months ago. He got to go. Uh, next one. Uh, my God, am I horrible to be saying WTF? How many games last year? Please, Andrew, we need you. You are just starting to be yourself again. This doesn't look good. Next one. Did he wait until the trade deadline was over to do this? Shaking my head, but we'll give him the benefit of the doubt if it's that bad, whatever it is. My prayers. I mean, yeah, there's prayers up for wigs. Get well, wigs. Does this mean more moody? Here we go again. Followed by, here we go again. Someone saying, is this the same quote from last year? No, it's not. Sounds like it. I know it does. So that's, that's what's kind of wild. Um, to me, you know, the, the, what's, what's standing out to me right now. Again, I don't, um, and when I say this, I don't want it to sound like I don't give a crap about what he's going through. I, I'm not interested in the salaciousness of this. I don't care. I want Wiggs to be okay. I want his family to be okay the same way I want everybody to be okay, who I don't know. I, do, I don't know Andrew Wiggins. He's a basketball player on my favorite basketball team. So from that perspective, I, I, I really care about his availability. But is it more important than family and life? Of, of, of course not. What stands out to me is that they're saying the exact same sentences that they said last year. And if if we're going to be activated about a warrior win streak and a push to the finish, then this is really this is really rough news. Very detrimental. Even if you think that if you're a member of the Warriors fan base that is confident in Moses Moody's ability, who Steve Kerr said, as you heard a little bit ago, if you were listening 20 minutes ago, said that uh, Moses Moody will start tomorrow in tomorrow. New York, and I would imagine indefinitely for as long as Wiggins is out, I would imagine Moses Moody is going to start. They don't want to disrupt the Chris Paul, Clay Thompson bench role. Even if you're confident that Moses Moody is going to be able to hold his own, uh, he's not Andrew Wiggins. And as one of those tweets replying to to the 95-7 The Game tweet of what Steve Kerr said, said, uh, he was just finally coming into his own. He finally got back to looking like Andrew had in 2022 when he was the second most important player on a team that won the dang NBA championship. That won the finals against the Boston Celtics who look unbeatable right now. And that seems like so long ago, yet we finally got a glimpse into that once again, which is what makes all of this so much more frustrating. And while you can understand, listening to Steve Kerr talk about it, the, the cut that you just played a few minutes ago, 
the exasperation in his voice, the the deep sigh, like it's frustrating yeah. as hell. You were just well, finally putting something together, and it came out of Wiggins's mouth himself six days ago. We're putting together something special. Those comments are right here. Let that sound a good rhythm. You know, found a good rhythm. Put it in work, practice, getting extra shots up, just, you know, feeling good about myself, you know, and the team is rolling right now. We're all playing together, playing the right way, and, you know, we're figuring something out that could be special. So the way my brain works, and there's nothing I can do about this, like all of us, there's nothing you can do about the way your brain works. Whatever stresses you out or whatever, kind of the way you you, you look at certain things, the way my brain works is I start to put puzzle pieces together. And so when you play, when we play that quote, and that is six days ago. Post-Lakers win out of the All-Star break. That says to me that whatever has happened this week is not something that anybody saw coming. No. Right? Like that's, so that's another piece of the puzzle. Like um, this is something that no one saw coming. This is something that nobody knows when it's going to end. And therefore, in our minds... It feels a lot like last year. It could be something totally different. It could be something totally different. Um, but at the same time, people are going to process it the same way because Andrew doesn't want anybody to know what's going on. And so we won't. And therefore, he's probably, and this is what I hate about it. I hate this for Andrew and the Warriors is we learned this last year. If you choose not to give people even a, a morsel of information, they're going to go make it up themselves. Which is what I was talking about earlier. I think the Warriors are in a bit of a bind here because it could be something entirely different. You're right. And it could be nothing. It could be innocuous. It, yes. It, it could be something totally random. That, that, I mean, it could be bad. Whatever. It, whatever it could be. It could be something that totally unrelated to what happened last year. And Andrew Wiggins just has the worst luck in the league and he's dealing with something totally out of his control. It's just unfortunate. But because he's such a private person, the Warriors don't have the ability to dispel any of those rumors. And they're just following Andrew Wiggins' wishes, as they should. I mean, they're a class organization. That's what they've built this whole era on, is being that kind of transparent and honest and classy about everything towards their players. But they're in a, a situation where, as long as they keep, um, you know, agreeing to what he wants them to do in these yeah. personal situations, which they're not going to change now. No, no and, nor, should, nor they. should they. But they're in a situation where you're just, frankly, in today's world, you're going to have to live with the rampant speculation that's going to cause, and they know that. I mean, we talked about it when, before we had Steve Kerr on. After we had Steve Kerr on, Kerr was prepped for that exact question, knowing that this was going to be the reaction to it. Yeah, like they know this was coming, even if they know it's something entirely different from last year, because they are respecting his wishes to keep it private. There's nothing they can do about it. I I, I agree with his answer when asked, "Is this team capable of handling it better than last year's team?" He said, "Yes, I agree with him." So, I mean, one thing about this, and I know a lot of you, self-included, are Moses Moody fans. So now he's going to get an opportunity. He's going to get a lot more minutes. We've talked about the log jam that the whole Warrior roster, not named Steph and Draymond, seems to be. Steve even addressed that in our conversation. An 11-man rotation, that's totally unheard of. But the Warriors have been doing it. So, from a perspective, one man down... I don't know. Maybe there are smaller aspects, not larger ones, but smaller ones that one person out helps. 
Um, I don't think this person is one of those people. I think the Warriors are better with him on the floor. Yes. That's that's completely obvious. Um, but the other thing is, is you know, none of us are going to be able to erase last year from our brains. So listen, I get it. I, I, I was here last year. We remember how this whole thing went. And there are pieces of it that are really hard to talk about. There are pieces of it that people don't find sort of either fair or, or relevant or appropriate to talk about. So I, we're going to get accused of like, oh, this is clickbait stuff. I mean, let me just speak to that for a second. I hate this. I'll be straight honest with you. I hate this conversation. It makes me uncomfortable. I want to speak the same way Steve did. um, All the vowels. I like, I don't want to talk because, because what do you say? We don't know what's going on, but we don't know what's going on with someone that you really care about. Who's a key piece to a team that you really care about. And we really care about. And therefore it's kind of an obligation on, on one hand. And there is the mystery that gets I'm not suggesting Andrew should come out and say something. We already went down that road last year. He gets to do whatever he wants and whatever's private is private, period. We move on. But that is the unfortunate, inconvenient truth of handling it that way, which is that it's like it leads to this mystery and mystery Right, like true crime podcasts, all popular. Mystery leads to curiosity and intrigue. And in a way, it almost makes it grow bigger when you handle it this way. Yeah, no, absolutely it does. No doubt about it. Yeah. If you just came out and said what it was, not saying that he should and he won't, because that's who Andrew Wiggins is, and I'm not judging him for it, I'd probably be the same way. I have no idea what it's like to live a life in the public uh, in the public's eye to the extent that Andrew Wiggins does. Um, of course, keeping it private, just it, it, it encourages all the rampant speculation that's already going on. You, you read a number of the replies on the tweet. Some of the ones that you didn't read were people speculating yeah, on yeah. what the issue was. No, no. We're not going to give any that's of that any credence, exactly. obviously. Yeah. Um, he missed 25 games to end last regular season. Uh, we're talking about Steve Kerr saying that maybe the team is better equipped to handle being without Wiggins this year. Of the 25 games that he missed last year to close the season, how many do you think they won? Mm, 25 uh, he missed, the final 25 of the regular season. I bet they won uh, 14 of them. You're very close. They went 15 and 10. Yeah. 15 and 10 without Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. That was, with, that was with like the last three or four games they won because the other team wasn't even trying. Yeah. They won the, the Kings, last two. The Kings did not try. Kings didn't play anyone. And they Blazers beat Portland by 56 anyone. to close the regular season. Chill out, Lucas. They won, let's see, eight of their final 10 to close the regular yeah. season to, to get that sixth seed. Uh, Warriors Wednesday brought to you by Freeman's Appliance. Trusted name since 1922. Visit com today. Uh, hey, Drew Downs on the line. Stay right where you are, my man. Uh, we'll get to you in a sec. Grandy in for dibs, Willard and dibs. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now back to li- Now back to Willard and Dibs. Take it away, Mark. <laughs> That's my favorite one. He's going to say Lillard. I know. I want to call me Lillard. You want to call me that? Well, I would never do Tyrese Halliburton that way, though. <laughs> So I'm not Lillard, I'm Willard. Um, and Grandy is here as well, in for Dibs, who we do expect back tomorrow. We expect him back, but we just don't know when. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, if you haven't already, <laughs> make sure that you subscribe to Willard and Dibs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcast. While you're there, check out uh, Warriors assistant Bruce Frazier. Q was on uh, mm-hmm. the morning roast earlier today with Bonte and FP. You can always check out everything, right? From all the shows. Steiny and Goo as well. And if you missed any portion of Steve Kerr, you don't want to check that out. Uh, Odyssey app, YouTube, those are all possibilities. Grandy in for dibs. Yep, let's talk it out. Big finish. Here we go. Drew Down. One of our favorites. Staple on the YouTube chat. Now he's actually on the phone. Hello, Drew. What's up? Hey, what's going on, Willard? What's going on, Grandy? I was hoping uh, Dibs would be in today so I could wish him a happy new year. It's been a while, but, you know. That would have been really uh, good. uh, Grandy, (laughs) Grandy, my man, you've been doing some good work on the... uh... Whatever, Lucas. We're doing some good work on the uh, the pre the post game, Grandy. I appreciate you taking my calls on there. You and Evan been killing it, and don't be so modest about you not being in the public eye, man. I dropped your name at Chase last week, and man, I got some VIP service. So don't don't be so modest with, with yourself, brother. You got and, VIP. Uh, Willard, I can't even man, get VIP uh, service at uh, Chase, Drew. Uh huh. Oh uh, well, you should start dropping your own name, man. Yeah. I don't tell you, buddy. No, you just need to drop a Chase uh, card. Okay. That's what you need to do, and then they give you money back. Anyway, go ahead, Drew. Uh, Willard, I thought it was a great interview, man. I, I don't know what people are getting crazy over. Are you asking a Wiggins question? I don't think you were, I don't think you were digging too far. I think, I mean, it's just a, he wasn't there. I mean, and as soon as he kind of gave that answer, we all heard, you know, curse stumbling, bumbling like he was Chris Berman. We all kind of got the vibe like, all right, you know, this, this might be another one, another, another repeat of last year. 
But um, I, I don't think that people, or at least me, it's not so much that they're upset that he's out. It's more bummed that he's not playing. If that that makes sense, that might sound like a contradiction. But, you know, I think people got to have a little bit of empathy. I'm, you know, Wiggins is a private dude, and, and put yourself in issues. If you were at work and you had something going on, would you, you know, if just because people want to know, does that mean you feel like you're obligated to give them an answer? Or are you going to, you know, maybe maybe t- talk to the people you confide in and let them know what's going on and everybody else may- maybe, you know, maybe put up a little bit of a barrier. So it's not ideal. And, you know, hopefully whatever's going on, you know, I hope it gets resolved and I hope everybody's, you know, good and, and healthy and his family is good. But, you know, in the meantime, you know, players got to step up. You know, I think Moses Moody, you know, he- he's not Wiggins. But you can knock down the three. You can play some solid defense. You bring some energy. So, you know, hopefully, you know, with Chris Paul back and, um, you know, Moody Moody starting and maybe, you know, maybe Lester picking up some minutes to help with some scoring. But, you know, it's unfortunate. But I definitely, I know a lot of people were, you know, I saw in the chat were hating, saying, oh, you know, why are you asking the question? Why are you prying? And I don't think it was anything like that. I don't think it went went that deep at all. I think it's just. You know, you have to ask some uncomfortable questions sometimes, and, and you know, I don't, I don't think you you dug too deep. So, you know, it's unfortunate. Wiggins is a private dude. As much as people don't want to hear it, unfortunately, we got to respect his privacy, respect his space, and, and you know, hopefully, it gets resolved and he's you know, back sooner than later. He's he's been playing well, so it, it, it's tough. You know, it's, it hurts to lose him, especially on a big road trip like this. But you know, we got to roll with the pieces we got, it, and and you know, let's see if this team can uh, win some games without him, and, and hopefully, he gets back soon. Yeah, Drew. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it so much. I listen. I, there's a another differentiation I want to make. There, there's an important thing, uh, especially for people who don't even know what question Drew is referring to. I think there's two different questions here, and one is not appropriate to ask. That was not a great question. That was just probing crap. Hey, thank you, Larry. The, the, here's what I would never ask. Hey, hey, what's going on with with Wiggins? What's going on at home? That that's not our not. business, but I think how long could this potentially take is a completely fair and relevant question. And let me give you an example. Part of the reason that this popped the way it did last year and might again is because when you answer the question this way, you have to reset expectations four times a week. What do we know right now? He's out tomorrow. Well, guess what? They play again the very next night. So what's question number one after the game tomorrow? Is he playing in Is Toronto? Is he playing tomorrow? And so we just keep doing this. And it's a managing of expectations. Quick example, this is a 100 years ago. I'm working a job at a startup company called Command Audio. I had to have hernia surgery. I had a hernia, okay? Uh-oh. Now, I set it up. For my weekend, which was Mondays and Tuesdays at that job. I had Mondays and Tuesdays off. So I had it Monday morning. And I told my boss, I'm going to be tough guy. I'm going to be back on Wednesday night. I will be there. Okay? Well, Wednesday afternoon came around and I couldn't breathe or walk. So then I go, actually, boss, I can't make it. Okay. Sorry to hear that. We got you covered. And then Thursday came. And I still couldn't go. And I could tell he was like, (sighs) pick it up, man. All right, fine. We've got you covered. Then Friday I came in and it was a disaster. I shouldn't have come back yet. But I limped through the whole thing and then basically cried when I finally got back to the car because I was in so much pain. 
Do you want to know what my boss finally said to me after this whole experience was over? Dude, I wish you just told me at the beginning of the week that you needed the week off. And then we would have been fine because you would have managed my expectations and I wouldn't have needed to ask you Wednesday night and Thursday night and Friday. Are you good? Are you good? Are you good? I could have planned out the whole week without exactly. you as long as I knew you weren't going to be exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. So they've all, and I think they do, by the way, they've all got to understand that's part of it. If you want to play this night by night and we're going to give you no info, well, a question is going to get asked every single night. Well, they might know he's out for the whole week. They don't know exactly when he'll be back. But then I would say that. Right? Yeah. He's, he's out for the road situation trip. will be reevaluated next week. Yeah. All right. Okay. But as it stands right now, this question gets asked after the next game tomorrow night. It gets asked pregame. Absolutely. And it gets asked postgame. Right. And then it gets asked pregame right. in Toronto and right. postgame in Toronto, assuming he's not playing in Toronto. Correct. It will be asked every media availability until he returns, until the Warriors give a legitimate answer about his potential return or not, one way or the other. Whichever right. comes first, it will be asked every single time until then. I, yeah, you're right. I just want everyone to know I'm not like nobody. I'm not going to say nobody. Nobody here is is probing to find out what's going on. No, none I, of our I, business. Not my business. That's not my business. Uh, Jackson is in Palo Alto. Hey, Jackson, what are you doing? Hey, Willard. Hey, Dibs. What's cooking? Dibs isn't here, Jackson. Say hi to Mark Grandy. Hi, Mark Grandy. Hi, yeah. Jackson. Hi. So I want to talk about the Warriors and how impactful Chris Paul has been playing for the Warriors. And you can see, like, he's making great passes. He's been shooting great from and overall just helping the team. I mean, you saw the pass to Moses Moody last night, and you saw they left him open from three, and he just drained it in. So I think he's really helping the team. And I think the rest of the season is looking good because uh, we we have a pretty good schedule, and I can't, I can't wait. Um, Jackson, that's a really good call. I mean, good start for Chris Paul. Can we ask how old you are? Eleven. Well, I just got home from soccer practice. Yeah, home from I soccer. I watch this radio show all the time with my dad. Well, thank you so much. Did you score any goals in the scrimmage at the end of the practice? Uh, one. One. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough. And by the way, um, why are you using a word like impactful right out of the gate? That's very advanced for an eleven-year-old. I don't know. I'm pretty smart. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, Jackson. Hey, Jackson, thank you. You call anytime and you keep listening, all right? Okay, thanks. All right, see you later. God, call of the day right there. Easily. Do you know how the rest of you sound right now? <laughs> Did you all hear that? The rest of you are a bunch of schmucks. We got to end the show with a Jackson call every day. This kid's 11 and he's rocking impactful. He's speaking in coherent sentences. He's making good points. My God. It just showed up the entire radio station. Jackson, Palo Alto. Thought we had a good. We, we needed a little bit of positive we energy did. at the end of the show. We did. Yeah. We did. He didn't even want to talk about Wiggins. No. He's like that Chris Paul guy's on Pretty fire. Pretty impactful. I'm like he's been playing one game. But, <laughs> but you're right. It's a good start. It's a good start. And what did he have last good, night? Nine points. Get some points. Three of six. Three of five from downtown. Six assists. Four steals. I'll take three of five from downtown all day mm -hmm. long, every single night. Every single night. Yep. Jackson's number. 
and rack that guy, as yeah. Gibbs would say. Nice his number. Might need uh, some filling opportunities or something <laughs> like that. Next time, Dibs has got jury duty. Um, all right, are we rocking the round table? We doing it? Let's do it, man. Hey, great job today. Thanks. It's fun having you a in lot here. Of fun. All right, tell Dibs to uh, get, be the foreman of that jury. Uh, Grandy's got this thing. Um, what's coming up in the game is brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. It is indeed Warriors Roundtable. Full hour of Dubs Talk. Kevin Danick, Gary St. Jean are standing by. I won't ask you if you're going to do it again tomorrow because, well, I guess you will. Like, you'll be, you want to do it again tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be here. All right, you'll do it again tomorrow. Um, sounds good. Thanks, everyone, for, uh, for tuning in. We appreciate it. For Grandy, for Lucas, I'm Mark. Shoot your shot. It's all you got. <laughs> Whatever, Lucas. <laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.